and our final topic of the day at an hour and three minutes. Awesome. Is martial arts. See, you people are getting a big bang for your buck. Listeners, and speaking of big bang for your buck, yes, I don't know where I'm going with that. <laughs> I just thought I'd get them all excited. I, I'm really curious you know? now. I, yes, I'd get them titillated. See, we need to start a little a forum. I would, I would verbally titillate them. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we need to start a forum, and people can answer that. Yes. Speaking, speaking of, of big, a big bang for your buck. Yes. And then you people and finish. It works, and it's got to have some kind of pun to it. Right. You can't just, you know. Right. You if get, you know what I mean. Yes. I don't know what that means. Me neither. Um, uh, 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 <laughs> I thought we talked about this. I don't know. Did we? The, the berserker, berserker, the berserker Viking fighting arts. Our instructor sent us a link to the berserker fighting arts, and it's funny because I got I got fooled by it. You did? Yeah. How could you get fooled by that? Because I just saw the first page, and I was like, oh. If you saw the first page, you might. But if you go look, right. read Once the I interview dug, from the Grand Master. Right. Yeah. Once I dug a little bit deeper, I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, and he challenged. It's a parody site. He it's, challenged it's, the guy yeah. from uh, the Grand Celestial, Celestial Doe. Yeah. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. That's so funny. So it's a parody site in, in martial arts, just like Grand Celestial Doe is. And if you didn't hear about that, go ch- go do an internet search for Grand Celestial Doe. It is a painfully detailed parody as well. Yes. I mean, this thing has a tremendous amount of detail to it. So somebody did a lot of work. And the interview with the, with the founder is yes, is absolutely Sven Jorgensen or whatever his name is. So funny. Yeah, that's oh, good stuff. so funny. And they have a picture of his teacher in yeah. there, and he's just you know all raisin skin and yeah. one eye missing. That's right. He looks really gnarly. So if you uh, if you want a good laugh, uh, just uh, either check out our links, and you can get those at podzor.com, which will link you to delicious slash podzor. Uh, one of the two. Yes. So um, you guys probably missed this, but yes. we are going to be tracking our links right on Delicious now instead yep. of putting them in the wiki because it's pretty convenient. Yep. And it's del.icio.us slash podzor, P-O-D-X-O-R. Yeah. Uh, and then the episode links will be along the right-hand side. But, uh, yeah. Or, or just do a Google search for Viking Fighting Arts. Viking Fighting Arts. Yeah. That's a little bit tough to say. I mean, they teach them how to use... The axes, all your traditional right. Viking weaponry. Viking weaponry. It's and, awesome. Uh, and you can get DVDs. And well, they even talk about fighting uh, as a group, getting your friends together to beat people up. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> so what's this next one? 100-year-old man kicks to... Oh, I saw this one. Did you? Well, no, no, no. This was a different one. Yeah, man. there's there's been a couple. 100-year-old uh, man teenage been, gang's ass Somebody's been food. putting something in the water of our geriatric population because yeah, so. they've been beating... The crap out of people. Did you know that I I was watching a documentary and some 
biology, they were talking about aging. And essentially, after you hit about 95, you stop aging. Really? Yeah. So really, when people die after 95, it's just from general ill health. It's not really, they don't, their cells don't age anymore. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. That, that functionality just turns off. Wow. Which is wild. Huh. So, wow. anyway. Well, so don't mess with old people. Yeah. Because uh, this, this hundred, year, hundred years old, these two kids accosted him when he was, he, he'd been drinking. He came out of the pub. These two kids accost him. They push him up against the wall, and he knocks one of the kids over and proceeds to kick him. And he kicks the other kid and kicks their asses until they run away. Nice, dude. Yeah. And, well, this uh, lines and up. he just had surgery on the foot he kicked him with. Holy shit! For an ingrown toenail. Well, and there's a <laughs> there was another one I saw about a guy in some foreign country who was on vacation. They were on vacation. It was in the Caribbean somewhere, and he he snapped some dude's neck. Yep, he broke his he neck. He was like he in was his a, 80s, right? He was like 85. Yep. He was a vet. They had a guy, two guys with knives, and a guy with a gun. This old guy, there was a group, a tour group of older people, yep. and this old guy basically grabbed the guy with the gun, like knocked his gun out or something, put him in a headlock, and, and broke his neck. That's awesome. And the other two guys, they ran, because they were not about to mess with that old man. Yeah. So, so what, my whole yeah. point with posting yeah. that particular yeah. article was... It doesn't matter how old you are. It doesn't oh, yeah. matter all. That, the, you one can of the still fucking snap the, a neck. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the overriding factor in your overriding mindset is is so important. Yeah. And can be a lot more important than yes. your physical condition. Yep. Um. One of the topics that I thought of for today, and I don't know how much discussion we're going to get out of this, but um, what suggestions for a martial artist that have become disillusioned with their style. Goldie. Goldie. <laughs> Sorry. We're watching Sin City. <laughs> um, suggestions for the martial artist that has become dis disillusioned with their style. Because it seems <clears throat> it seems like I'm hearing about it quite frequently. Me too. Um, in that uh, I think you have a new acquaintance that has sort of become disillusioned with his style and I know that I've been listening to Karate Cast and uh, the uh, Pinder keeps talking about how he said Steve Pinder said that he ripped up his fifth dime certification get out yeah and he did it because he just I, I don't know I'm, I'm assuming he did it because he just doesn't he doesn't believe in the system anymore um, well, look, look. I know this. This I'm not gonna mention names or anything, but this guy that I've been working out, he does study uh, Taekwondo. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, actually, a, a pretty decent version of it. I mean, they mm -hmm. they go through a lot of different things um, that are not typically Taekwondo. Yep. The problem is he kind of does that with his students, and he went for his fourth dan test, mm -hmm. and you know they would they dinged him. I mean, they marked him down on points because. His foot it, positioning was wrong right. or something like he that. He wasn't yeah. in an exact, specific, proper front stance when right. he executed this procedure. And because right. of that, bam, points off, points off, points off. And he's like, look, you know, you know, I, I, was, I was basically kicking the crap out of this guy. Yep. And, you know, they were saying, no, that's not right. Yep. And he's like, not right? 
if I win, why is that not right? Yep. If I'm the one who walks away alive, why is that not right? Are you going to dock me for that? Well, and again, you know, I think it really, it, it seems to always drift back to the question about what is the purpose of the martial art? Right. Because if, if the thing that counts is who walks away, then you should be practicing a mixed martial art right. and you should be fighting every day. And this guy, the funny thing is, and I asked him this question because he's been exposed to a lot of different stuff. He's yeah. done the stick work. Oh, okay. um, he took Aikido. He, you know, he did some, some um, hop keto. Okay. So he's done all these other things and, I, and, and now he's got his fourth down in Taekwondo. Right. I said, you've got all this exposure and his attitude is a lot more like mine about the martial arts. Mm -hmm. And I said, why did you stay with Taekwondo? And his answer was because he was uh, invested. I'm guessing he, he had he had the relationship with the instructor, yep. and that allows them them and the other people that think like him to test for rank. Right. Because how do you test for rank right. if you don't have a school or don't have a style well, and you want to propagate it? And we, as we've discussed before, people who come to your school expect certain things. They expect a black belt, whatever right. that means. Well, and it's interesting because. Um, it goes back to uh, legitimacy and when and identifying that um, I was I was up on the uh, karate cafe forums and they were talking about uh, the, the the virtual tough guy and interestingly enough karate cast was talking about paper masters they, they call them uh -huh. but essentially these are these people that oh my god <laughs> Sin City is a really good movie damn um, uh, what was I saying oh these these guys that essentially have a lot of paper certification and paper rank um, yet don't have any skill or ability or you know it's it's the kind of thing where when when it becomes meaningless then what's the meaning of having it right and one of the things I posted on the boards is you know they were they were saying that they get students in there that come into their school and go yeah I've got this black belt and that black belt and I'm all badass and I'm cool and blah 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 and just are really big on themselves and I I I posted to the forum and I said look you know one of the greatest martial arts I, martial artists I know is Mushtaq and if you were to ask him what his rank was he would say old man right you know and that's he's, absolutely right he's an old man with 40 years of experience in the martial art who's traveled the world to study it right and you know it's 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 difficult without the certification for someone who's a non-martial artist to walk into your school and trust you and yes. trust that you know what you're talking about right but that's part of life and unfortunately I can I can print out a hundred pieces of paper that say I've got black belts in a hundred different arts, and it's just a it's just a piece of paper, you know. If you really are concerned about um, uh, the a particular lineage, then what you really need to do is is call the instructors of the people that, you know. If I'm if I'm thinking about going to a particular school, and I'm genuinely concerned about this guy's legitimacy. I can't trust the piece of paper even. So what's the point of having the piece of paper? Yep. But it is one of those things where, yeah, you know, if, if, if you're doing a particular art and, you know, you can get a third or fourth degree belt in it 
and gain that legitimacy to those people that walk in, there's a huge allure to that. That's that's very attractive, you know. Um, so I I don't know what the answer is. I think that you just have to sort of cross your fingers and 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 follow what you think is best. One of my feelings has always been that if if you're becoming sort of first of all, I think that it happens to every martial artist. Jessica Alba, awesome. <laughs> um, it happens to every martial artist where they get to a point in their art where they start really questioning the, some of the specifics of the art. Like, well, damn, this doesn't make sense, and this thing doesn't make sense, and that thing doesn't make sense, and what the hell am I doing here? And, you know, if if it doesn't directly relate to kicking someone's ass, then what's the point? Or, you know, if it doesn't, if it, even if it doesn't, uh, you know, I can understand uh, exercises to gain balance because balance helps you in a fight, right? Um, but at the same time, uh, again, on the, on the Karate Cafe forums, one of the guys was saying, "Well, when he punches, when he does a reverse punch, which is a rear, which is a rear punch." Uh, rear-handed punch. Or what everybody else calls a cross. A cross, thank you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> a cross punch. Um, he lifts his heel on his rear leg. And I guess in traditional karate, you don't lift your heel. Okay. And, you know, boxers and Muay Thai guys and most practical artists will lift their heel. Most people will actually use it Yeah, for real. And, I was, <laughs> and it's funny because I, I was posting a comment back and I was thinking about it and I said, well... Um, I'd be interested to know what happens when you hit a heavy bag because if you have if you have any springiness in your strike it's the whole equal and opposite reaction thing as you hit the heavy bag it hits you and so if you've got some give in your structure ie your heels off the ground then you won't impact as hard but then I started thinking about it yeah. well if you lift your heel up you have more hip rotation yeah so then if you have more hip rotation, you have more power. Right. At the same time, if someone's in trapping range, you're actually probably not going to lift your heel up because they're in too close. I wouldn't disagree with that. Would you? Yeah. You think no, the lifting of the heel is all about getting the proper. It's about all about helping to align your body for proper. Right. It's proper it's, spiraling it's energy. It's the hip rotation. And proper, yeah, and all the, that kind of stuff. That's the real key. And I mean, it depends on what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, if if somebody's in range, I mean, I I may lift my heel up when I power that cross because right. I am using that to power my hips and all that kind right. of stuff. I mean, if you're in trapping range, you may not have to because you're not doing a maneuver that requires you to do it. Right. But so anyway, like, you, guess, you wouldn't throw a cross right. in trapping range right. anyway. And I guess you know back back to the point is that um you know different styles do things in different ways right and ultimately there is no one source to say what's right or what's wrong and that's my big issue it's you just there isn't a right and a wrong there isn't if does lifting your heel work for you does it still hurt when you hit somebody right. does it hurt them you know, can you win? Is it okay? Is it comfortable? Yes. Okay, that's fine then. But at, at the same time, I, I do genuinely think that if, you know, if in a particular system they don't lift their heel and they want to make sure that when you teach others, you carry that tradition on, when they test you, you shouldn't lift your heel. Right. 
if you feel that strongly about it, I I really think it's time to look for another system. Right. And and I think that's where people they get they get a lot invested into their particular system that they're in and they don't want to start over again. Right. And sure, it's a lot of work. It's not only is it a lot of work, it's discouraging because I've started over back at Chan's again and I'm testing for my orange belt on Wednesday. And I'm like, I'm testing for my orange belt. Right. And it's it it's kind of discouraging in that I, I just I kind of want to pick up the pace and I've told I've told Chuck that you know, I'm kicking around the idea of testing for my, or or starting to gear up, I should say, not testing, but starting to gear up for my second degree in Sanyando, um, and sort of looking through the requirements and trying to mentally figure out exactly what it's going to take to do everything. Yeah. Um, well, and I'm probably going to be going for my Scientific Fighting Congress black belt. Are you really? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's it's those things that, like, it, it's it's discouraging to go I'm testing for my orange belt Jesus Christ right uh, because you do have so much invested in another art and mm-hmm. but I think that there's two things that that does that's valuable is one um, you know when when I went to Chan's um, legitimately there were some things that I had become disillusioned about Sanyando uh, and when I went to Chan's a lot of them were the same. And, mm. it, and it took me a while to think to myself, oh, everybody does this. You know, one of the things I know that, that frustrated me um, at uh, uh, Innovative Martial Arts was that there were some, occasionally there were things on the test that we hadn't gone over in class. Right. And from the people at Chance that I've talked to, that happens all the time. Really? Yeah. And in fact, there was a guy there that uh, took a... He had just taken a test in judo because they he rents out the space for a judo class. Okay. Just taken his test in judo, and he said, well, there was a flip that I had never done before that I was being tested on. So it's not, it's not terribly uncommon that that happens. I guess for me, I'm like... How does that happen? Well, it I mean, as, as a person giving a test, yes, I would look through the requirements of the test and go, "Did I show them that? Did I show them that? Did I show them that? Did I show?" Right, them that? but if you have like Chan has two hundred students, right? And and, if you're and, following and, the same curriculum, you go through the curriculum, you would think that you'd have a system down where you know you hit on all the points you're going to be testing on. I think it's too tough when you've got two hundred students in in four different styles, all at different ranks. It's too hard to know what you've been through, what you've done, and what you haven't done with any particular student. Um, I do think that, for example, for the orange belt, there's some tumbling stuff. I've been there for nine months, and we've never done tumbling. Tumbling? Yeah. I don't know why. In Wing Chun? What? I don't know why. Yeah, why? And Uh. The only thing I'm guessing is that for uh, it's for safety when you're doing the chi sao if you fall. (laughs) <laughs> you can you can to some degree break your fall. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I so it's going to do it's going to a different school is going to do one of two things. One, it's going to find you're going to find something that you're truly passionate about that you enjoy, 
and you enjoy more than what you've been doing currently, or two, you're going to realize that what you had been doing at your original school is really just the way things are, right? and that you will learn to deal with those things in your own way. And you know, if, if for example, you get dinged on a test even though you kicked the guy's ass because you didn't have proper form, sometimes that shit just happens. And right. that's the kind of shit that you have to deal with. And you may have to deal with it in a different form at another school. Um, but there'll always be something. But there'll always be something like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just the way it is. So, anyway, um, we are now an hour and 23 minutes into our show. So awesome. I think it's probably time to sign off. I'm, I've, I'm spent as far as topic discussion. How about you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm um, good with that. The school's going well. The school is going well. We had our third class not too long ago. Uh, Jen no. is chomping at the bit to take her yellow belt test. <laughs> <laughs> She's been to three classes. Uh, um, but uh, one of the, I will say, one of the things that I like about Sonia and Del is that uh, the reason that you... Well... One of the things I like about it is, for example, I was looking over the yellow belt test. Yes. And my feeling is that, that there's there's a couple of things that maybe should be moved to the orange belt. Uh, specifically, the oblique kick and the side kick. Just do front and round. Right. Um, and uh, the thing I love about Sanyando is that we can go to Sensei Pippin and say, "Look, you know this. This seems to be one of those things." And if, and 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 if, you know Chuck and Don, they'll they'll look at it, and and if they agree, there's a chance that it'll get moved. Right. You know, with most with, I can't think of any other martial art that would do that. No way. You know, yeah, that would no go. Oh, uh, you know what, Dan. You might have a point, you know. I mean, waiting to orange to do oblique inside, you need a little bit more balance for doing those things. Um, well, but again, I guess a lot of the other martial arts we talk about are traditional martial arts that go right. back enough to where they've already gone through those. Yeah, but pains. but I I I do think to some degree that um, you know when a couple hundred years ago in China when a guy was running a martial arts school out of his backyard, essentially, his master taught him something. They didn't have any belts. They didn't have any no. ranks. They didn't have any formal system. No. And so... They taught you until they thought you were ready to, to learn the next thing. Right. And so it... it all, of, all of this stuff, all of the ranking and all of the testing is sort of a modern invention anyway. So that kind of stuff should be played with. And I really think that... You know, if, if we had some particular technique where the heel stayed on the ground and, you know, we went to Chuck and Don and said, look, this just, it doesn't feel like it makes any sense to us. You know, that heel should come up. You get a better hip rotation. You get more reach. It just, it feels like it makes a lot of sense. Um, probably what we would do is the, the four of us would have a meeting of some sort right. and really take a look at that particular movement and say what does make the most sense and let's adjust our curriculum for that yeah so there you go anyway good stuff yeah um all right i guess we're gonna do sign offs uh 
I'm Dan, and I'm probably going to watch the rest of uh, Sin City. <laughs> I'm Sterling, and I'm going to go home and vacuum my house. Nice, dude. Yeah. Vacuuming. Yeah, I can't wait. You're going to... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Exactly. You're going to clean up your house. Exactly. See you guys. Oh, this, is, this is the turn off button.